0: Hello, welcome to another LP podcast. This is Scott Powers with Mark Lazarus. We're at the United Center following the Blackhawks. What's the score? Of this one three, three to two, two shootout <laughs> victory. We were also, a little busy this game. We didn't yeah, watch a whole lot. We did the uh, <laughs> we did our first in-game discussion chat, and uh, it was busy. What? How many? How many? Three hundred and eighty-two comments nice, in there, nice, including cool. our own.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was fun. It was a little distracting when yeah. you're trying to watch. It's one, it's, one, it's one thing to be like tweeting out little Bond monster in a game. A little different when you're trying to give in depth. answers. It's funny like in the third period.
0: Like I didn't jokes. see you in there anymore. I just I felt I felt alone in there at the yeah. By on. the third
1: period, I'm like I'm gonna start watching the game a little bit. And the comments are kind of petered out a little bit, so I didn't I didn't feel the need to dive in quite as much.
0: I think I'd answered what I answered. I was efficient. You were, we were early um. on. The, uh, I, what I take from this game and, I, and I've taken through this whole stretch is the Blackhawks power plays it's a different animal like the they have a lot of issues defensively and, and uh, structurally and uh, not having I think the personnel is part of it but uh, the power plays—it's made them. Uh, you tweeted it out tonight. I mean, it, yeah, it's, I, got, I got the
1: numbers right here. Through, give us the numbers from the start of the season through December seventeenth. So a little over two months, they were dead last in the league, thirty-first at eleven point four percent, which is mind-bogglingly awful. Since then, the last month plus, they lead the league at—they're about forty percent after going two for three today. Forty percent, which yeah. is mind-bogglingly good. So <laughs> surely there's somewhere in between here, but. You know, I asked Jonathan Taves after the game, what's different? How do you explain that big of a difference? And he basically said, you know what, we, we've got a unit now, the five of them. It's Taves, Kane, Dabrinkit, Strom, and Gustafson. And they just kind of know how to work together. They know where to be. They know if someone's over here, I'm going over here. They know what plays to look for. You've seen Kane and Dabrinkit work that scene play. You see the difference of having Gustafson up, up top instead of Duncan Keith. A more accurate shot, a better skater, frankly, right yeah. now. Well, just,
0: it's the it's, it's ability to move the puck around yeah. quickly, you know, They're and just, just get...
1: That, that that top unit's out there for like 90 seconds yeah. at a time because they're just owning the puck.
0: One of, I think, Quindle's faults was underutilizing brinket on that power play, you know, especially in his first year, and then not exactly... I mean, there's times where Dabrinkit was on the second unit this year where he was he was so good. I mean, he's such a great shooter, and, and and big reason why he has so many goals as he has because of the power play, but... Uh, it, it was Kane figuring out how to use the DeBrinkit, and DeBrinkit understanding where to be where he's scoring
1: his goals from the Panarin spot yeah, from the Ovechkin it's, it's spot just that if you have a sniper pass, yeah.
0: on the power play put him there yeah. to score
1: goals and, and you
0: know you have to, I, I felt like Schmaltz skated around and didn't do a whole lot and I feel like Strom is, is fighting there's some use between Taves and Strom in that slot there and they're finding the puck and, and, and Gustafson like you said it makes a big difference just to have someone that can quickly get it over to the other side or move the puck himself quickly to the other side and switch spots, and yeah, Keith just, it's not, it's not there, it's not I mean, there th- th-
1: This gets to the heart of what we've been talking about, you and I, for, it feels like a month now. You know, we're a month out from the trading deadline. Blackhawks don't have a lot of pieces that can be moved unless something happens with Duncan Keith, which we've all been speculating about, but it's still highly unlikely. The biggest trade chip they have, in theory is Eric Gustafson. Mm. And you and I have gone back and forth on this. You think they should try to move him? Uh, I do not. And I look at that power play and you see the difference between an 11% power play and a 40% power play. And you got this guy signed for another year at $1.25 million. I don't care who you got coming up in the system. I don't care who's blocking the path right now. I'm not giving up on that guy no matter how bad his defense is because they're scoring
0: goals largely because of him. I agree to the extent that if you can figure out other ways to create spaces, because you just, you just can't bring back the same defensive group next year and expect different results. They, they, they That's what they did this year, and it didn't work out. Right. So Gustafson is an asset as long as you have enough defensive defensemen to shelter him or to allow him to be... Uh, a third-pairing guy and a top power play guy. If you can play him... As a specialist. As a Luddy yeah. uh, with a little increased power play yeah. role, that's... Yeah, he's, he's huge. It's just... It's it's such a valuable weapon that they haven't had in so long.
1: Yeah. I mean, Keith and Seabrook have been at the top of that power play unit for a, a decade plus. And Keith was never that great at it. There's a, he's, you know, Keith is so good at so many things. The power play has never been his strong suit. He doesn't have that kind of a shot. He's not that accurate with his shot. He doesn't
0: quite make those plays that Gus. So I feel like make. even when they had Panarin, they were still they were using two defense a still, weren't they? Yeah, they were
1: still doing three two a lot of the time. Joel, yeah. Joel kind of went back and forth between three two and four one. He never just found the mix that it worked, except for that one year that, oh, that was that first Panarin year, yeah. where they were they were what, like second in the league or whatever. But that was basically Kane and Panarin doing all the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this is a unit, like you said, this is everybody. This is you got the right guy up top. Strom has been just a revelation down low, and it, with him and Taves, you got two real workhorses. Down there, and then Kane and Dubrincak can just make magic together. Yeah. I mean, you've got yourself a real power play, unit. you want
0: to take away the quarterback and put some 19-year-old up there. It's funny because obviously Gustafsson helped the power play tonight, but there's also like you. Oh, yeah, the they almost right. like 17 goals <laughs> against because of him too. <laughs> there I mean. were two times where there were two like it was the same play in the defensive zone where he he turned the puck over and somehow he got the puck back and turned it back over again, like even worse than the time. He made before. like a great
1: play to save a goal, but it was only <laughs> almost a goal because he screwed it up in the first place. I mean, this is what you're With him, I I, I have to think that you can, you know, just you can teach defense better than you can teach offense. You can teach a guy to be better. He's never gonna be Nicholas Jalmerson, let's not pretend otherwise. But I'd like to think that you could teach a guy to be less awful defensively than it is if you a Carl Dahlstrom and make him an offensive title.
0: Like, he, I guess individually, it's it's sometimes it's they, they, you know, kind of. Cancel each other out almost a little bit. Display well, it's a zero sum thing. I mean, if, yeah. if, if if he's if he's
1: if if, he, if his plus minus on goals that are his fault against and goals that are his fault for, if it's in the positive, you you take
0: it. Yeah, you know? for sure. It, yeah, they they just they need more from the rest of the defense. Really. Right, and that's and that's where the, my question is and my biggest, I guess, point for them trading him is that next year you have Keith Seabrook. Uh, Murphy, Yoki Haru, all those four coming back for sure, mm-hmm. um, most most likely. Sure. And then that leaves you two spots, and and right now Dahlstrom and, and Gustafsson take it, and Dahlstrom's an RFA. Um, I assume they resign him, but I don't think there's a good yeah, spot might, for him. Yeah, but he will probably be in Rockford next yeah. year if everyone if everything goes according right. to plan. And and, then, and of course, there's Forsling's RFA too. But yeah. But I don't I don't think Forsling's taken enough stuff to say that you're. You're definitively an NHL defenseman, or or you make this team better. Like you, you may be an NHL defenseman, but so is Dahlstrom, and so right. is all these guys. And are Slater
1: Cuckoo, I don't know what we're making out of him yet. Yeah, yeah,
0: like like one of those guys makes sense as a seventh defenseman, right?
1: Because uh, you don't want Ian Mitchell to be your number seven. If if those guys, it's gonna be if if Boquis, Bodine, Mitchell, any combination of those guys, one, two, or three of them make the team, they got to be playing. Because next year is going to be another development year. You're not going to win the Stanley Cup with four defensemen under the age of yeah. 20. So I, I think if best they're here, case, they got to play.
0: I think the way the Blackhawks get competitive is, is that you have Keats and Seabrook and Murphy and Yokiharu, and, and maybe you add one of those young guys, but I think you still need to add a, a legitimate defenseman. Like I think you need to someone... Uh, a veteran that that makes you, you better. You want to go out in free agency and get another defenseman <laughs> and add to this mix? I got enough guys. Well, well, I, I I don't think what you have is good too enough. Too many though. guys. Y- they have too many. They need to go out and
1: get some goal scorers.
0: That's what this team yeah, needs. But is this three guys on this team that can score goals. I know, but there's so many. They're giving up so much, and a lot of it has to do with the defensemen. Still, I don't, I don't. Yeah, there's a lot of problems on this team. They're they're last in I the don't. league pretty much. Right. <laughs> I I just I. I If it's me, I keep Gustafsson. I think you find a way to get a top six forward and a bottom top four defenseman. I think you can get a top
1: six forward and a bottom six forward, and maybe even a middle six forward. You can add a like there's, there's like five forwards in this team that deserve to be here next year. Oh, maybe six or seven. I don't yeah, know what the yeah. number is, but you know David Camp's got to be your fourth line center, not your third line center. Yeah. Marcus Kruger's not going to be back, no. so you start moving guys around. You got to figure out if you like John Hayden or not. They they're so all over the map with whether they 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 love Hayden and they don't play him for a while. And you got to figure out what he is. But
0: they need to go out and get a few guys yeah. offensively. Because you know, you you know you I mean, like, as, as much as Kajula's played well on this top line and fit, like he, he's a role player. Yeah. And maybe he's your fourth liner, but you also have Perlini and right. Got a lot of these guys. You need to figure out who's who can actually score goals. Because right. yeah, it's you go and, out and, and spend your money. Exact. That's how you get yeah. goals.
1: And you let and you hope that the defense. I mean, this is why you drafted this way to build from within to improve from within. The defensive help has to come from within. The concern, Boquist, Bodan. Mitchell, these are offensive-minded defensemen, too. Jack Chris. Yeah, there, there's no Nicholas Jalmerson in this group. No. There's no guy that you can just throw up there and make a shutdown pairing out of. I mean, Dolster Murphy's been, you know, the numbers aren't actually that good. I mean, that's not a, that's not a traditional shutdown pairing.
0: And I'm sure they're hoping that someone like Dennis Gilbert or Blake Hillman would emerge. And, and it's still early, but they haven't been great in Rockford either, guys yeah. who are more defensive-type I mean, keep in
1: mind, when, when this team was great... They had Oduya Johnerson. Yeah. That's a serious shutdown pairing. Those guys in their primes. You couldn't score on him, and that way Keith could just go play all offensive zone starts and and do what he did. It made everybody better. They have no combination of players coming up or currently in the team that can do that. Well, the other so, problem is
0: that at some point Keith needs they need you need to alleviate Keith of being this guy. You know, like it's I feel like they've been doing it more, but it's it's giving more to the shutdown pair and.
1: Yeah, but you had Brent Sieber play 22 minutes again today. Keith yeah. played 25, 20. I know there's overtime, but still. Like you're Those still relying recipes. way too heavily yeah. on these guys. What did Yoki Haru play? He played 1255. What the hell are we doing here? Yeah, I don't. What does Jeremy Gollton have against Henry Yoki Haru? I
0: cannot figure that out. No, I don't. His the new development path's different, right? They've they've decided that they're going to. Well, it's like with Delia, him. they're doing that too. They're kind of like easing yeah. it. That, that seems. But to if you're going to play philosophy. him, play him. You know, like it just it's. I don't. You
1: you made a good point. Uh, we talked about this at some other point where you said. Joel Quenville was coaching for his job and he had Yoki Haru playing twenty plus minutes a night on the top pairing. That's how good this kid can be. That's how much Joel Quenville saw in him. Yeah. When he was when his job was on the line. He should not be playing twelve fifty five a night. That's absurd. And
0: it'd be different if those other guys were deserving more. I just Keith and Seabrook are it, it, the pairing doesn't work. It hasn't worked for a long time and you know, again tonight they work since what, twenty thirteen? They win this game, but it the numbers are They're really lopsided. They were drowning in the third period. I mean, they just like Cam Ward gave
1: up a terrible goal to start, and he was fantastic the rest of the way.
0: There's 15 to eight high danger chances for Islanders. There was scoring chances were thirty four to eighteen for the Islanders. It's, it's it's and remember this is
1: an Islanders team that's been getting by on defense. This is a very yeah. Trotz team. This isn't the hair on fire. On I the, for, the, the, N- the Islanders are.
0: just there's there's stuff in the zone is they really stick well to the man to man and they, yeah. they, they they yeah. yeah. You're coming in. Uh, you're attacking their
1: blue line. They got three guys along that blue line waiting for you. And
0: like Anisimov, I, I, I again you know it's funny though, where Anisimov looked like. He has no place, and then he, all of a sudden he has this amazing place in the second line. And again, he has no place on this team, and
1: you got a four and a half million dollar fourth line center. He was
0: at twenty six percent Corsi tonight. That fourth uh, line, did that fourth line have Kruger on it also? No, that's that's the third line
1: with okay. uh, Sod and I was say, between <laughs> between, yeah, between Sod. How much money was in that bottom six right now with Sod, Anisimov, Anisimov Kruger. Kruger? That's thirteen and a half million right
0: there. Kunitz Kruger, uh, Kruger is a million. Yeah. that's <laughs> it's a very a, expensive uh, bottom six. Yeah. That's not a recipe for
1: success either. But yeah, I, I, they, it, it, I don't know what the answer is because yeah, I agree with you. They need to get better defensively. Not not off. They need. They have no off no defensive defensemen that are really going to be ready yeah. to make that next step. But I don't think you can cut bait on Gus. He's a million two five. Yeah. He's one of the one of the bargains in the league this year, I know. offensively speaking. You know, dollars. I'm taking per phone
0: point. calls at least to see what's what people are offering. You know, you know, I. You know, I I, I keep coming back like I was like, whoa, like whoa. there's desperation. I'm like, I'm like what are you, you going to
1: get for a guy like that? And then I remember Ryan Hartman got you a first round pick and a viable prospect. So yeah. it, it, it depends year to year. It seems like it's a buyer's market out there yeah. though. Uh, I don't. I, I
0: answer the phone calls. See if what I, happens. I would and not.
1: In, 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 I would not even consider anything less than a first round pick. He's a million two five. He's been a point a game guy for a. Over see, a if round. I'm an
0: opposing GM, I'm not trading a first round pick. for I'm it. not That's either. The, you, you keep him. He's no, I'm just saying, like, involved. if I'm the GM of another team, I'm not trading a first-round pick for Gus. Well, then, that, yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. So we're, you're not going to trade with me? I'm not trading him is what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying I'm an opposing GM. I'm calling you ring-ring <laughs> Scott Powers. What, do you, what, do you get, what will you give me for Eric I'll give you a third-round pick and a This is This is why we don't, we don't make <laughs> deals. Your team and my team, we don't ever make deals. I mean, seriously, you finally got you. Your power play's
1: clicking at 40%. Hmm. Should I trade this 1.25 million dollar guy that's quarterbacking it? I don't. I just don't understand. There's this. You know, we we, well, post, here's the other question. we posted. Well, wait, We posted well, what, what, the question in the question chat, is, and like is, everyone's like, trade him, trade him, trade him. I don't understand.
0: Is this. what he's doing? If, if we had another like I, I, Eric Gustafson is a knife player. But I think there's better offensive defensemen in this league. Like, is Holy. is it because the Blackhawks don't have anyone else of his skill set right now? Like, it's like yeah, that's a big part of it. Yeah. So how do you replace
1: that? You can't expect Boquist to come in and do this right away. I don't know if Boquist is going to play in this well, the, next I, year yet. I guess that's where the,
0: I mean, they you don't. Put, we're they don't all have, putting a
1: lot of faith in those three eggs.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that's the part of the fault of this whole thing is that they don't have their pipeline hasn't produced at a rate that's. Like, Ainslow and Secure were supposed to be there. What yeah, was the year? last
1: offensive guy that came through the system, and when was the last defenseman that came through the system
0: besides Yoki yeah, it's, it's, like well, I guess, I mean, you got to. You, know, we're all, the, you we're, have to count the Brinkhead, right? all
1: Well, sure, yeah, okay, that's fair, yeah. We're all expecting. you are know, not expecting. It sounds like, you know, you talk to Stan Bowman every time we mention it, he expects Bo, Boquist, Bodan, and Mitchell to do what Yoki Haryu did
0: hardly anybody ever does with yeah. Yoki Haru Yoki Haru had a really good junior year like what he he took a massive step in Portland then he played with Finland's uh, national team for a while and then he was playing with men like holding his own he, he's a bigger guy than like he's yeah, not he's, a huge guy but he's, he's a bigger sturdy. he's yeah. bigger than Boquist or Bodan or Mitchell I do, yeah, I
1: remember Boquist at training camp and man, he's a little dude yeah You know he's a boy still and I just don't know how much stock you can put in that and it's you can't just. Assume you don't, assume you don't those have three the defensive group that really supports someone like that, too. You know. Like yeah, I mean, he's going to be put into some horrible role right off the bat. It's yeah. going to be. Uh, it's going to be. You can't shelter a guy like that on a defense like this. So we all keep putting so much stock in this assumption that Bocus, Bodan, Mitchell. You keep saying the three names are like this. They're like it's like it's like Pecorino. You have to say them all together at the same time. And you, we don't know why any of these guys are going to. No make right, it. Ian yeah, Mitchell is probably the likeliest, just because he's older. He's got a little more experience. He's more of a "quote unquote" man, but I just don't know that we, you know, we're putting it's really a, high yeah. expectations on these it's guys.
0: It's that Ervokos has to come in and really—he has to kill it offensively. You know, yeah. like he has to be so good offensively that you have to right. keep him in the NHL.
1: I mean, we saw it with you know, Yoki Hari, which, which, this beginning of this year. It wasn't just his offense. I mean, he can move the puck, but he was so sound defensively. Yeah. I remember that game in St. Louis where he just shut down Tarasenko on like two straight times. Just came right at him and just stopped him dead in his tracks. That's amazing for yeah. a 19-year-old to do against one of the most talented players in the world. We can't just assume that Adam Bokwas can do that.
0: After the break, they need to start. Like, I, I, you've seen somewhere on I think in on Yoki Haru in ways, you know, like, and, and he plays in the World Juniors and comes back and maybe they, that explains the
1: minutes. I don't know.
0: But I, I just think when you come back, you got this rest and you have this 30-game stretch that I think he needs to play a lot of games. He needs to play minutes oh, and did? just it's yeah. I, I don't know. I Honestly, and I talked to a lot of people. They're like, oh, it makes some sense. You want to... But it, I don't... Yeah, I don't... He very
1: well might be the best defenseman on this team this year. Yeah, no, it's... And you can't play him as a six or a seven. That's, that, that's, it's, that's
0: silly. It's... If he was in Rockford, you wouldn't be playing him like this. Like, you'd be... He'd you'd, be playing he, 20 minutes a night. Wouldn't he be playing all roles, and that's... And I think if he's here, then you need to play him, yeah. you're, you're not playing for a playoff
1: spot. I mean, Jonathan Taves the other day said... Oh, all it would take would be a couple of 10-game win streaks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How many teams in the history of the world have had two 10-game win streaks and they only got 30 games left? So that's a really short time to do that. Yeah, it's I mean, it's there's 31 happening. games left. It's, it's not happening. You know, it's, it's You're not. playing for next year. In fact, this team is playing for 2020-2021. That's the year you circle. That's the year where, okay, next year is going to be a transition year. You're going to have to figure out what you have in these defensemen. You're going to be in 2020-2021. You're going to have Kane and Taze at 32. They'll still be you know, based on what we're seeing this year, they should still be perfectly fine and viable and, you know, mostly in their prime. it's going to be the guy. You're going to have a lot, of, Strom is going to be perfectly good. You're going to have a lot of guys, and that defense will be a, a year, a couple of years older. Yoki Haru will be a tested veteran at that point. Whoever you sign this offseason is going to be a big part of that. That's the year you're looking at. So right now, the whole goal has to be getting these guys as far along as possible. you got to have you know, uh, Yoki Haru killing penalties and on the pow- on power play unit too. You, you got to get as many young guys as you can. You got to get D- Delia in there. You got to. I know. I know they want to get Chris Kunitz his thousandth game. I appreciate and respect that. That's fine. He's almost there. I, I like the guy. He probably shouldn't play the rest of the yeah. year. There's other guys I need to see time. You need
0: to figure out what you have because Chris Kunitz isn't going to be on this team next year. Yeah. Game. Certainly not in two years. No. Yeah. And and we, and we haven't even touched the goal yet. And that's. I mean, there, there's so many question marks around that because hey, two years Crawford. Probably isn't here, right? I mean, it's uh, yeah. I mean, people keep asking us if they should
1: trade Crawford. Who's going to take Crawford? At this why? Point? Yeah, who's who's, who's asking? For you know, Crawford? No, no, nobody's a bigger backer of Corey Crawford than yeah. I am. Back in the day, when I hated him, I was still like, "This no, this guy's legit." But who's going to take a risk on this guy at this point? No, With it's not. Two happening. concussions it's in a just, year. He's yeah. not going. Either he's going to be the Blackhawks' starting goalie, or he's going to be on long-term injury reserve. That's the rest of Corey Crawford's yeah. contract right now.
0: Yeah. The, the nice thing is that I, I think you can. At this point, there has to be some confidence in Dealey being in the NHL at least next season. You know, like there were so many questions where they haven't. Um, I mean, I guess you had you had and Darling, but the last few years they haven't they haven't had anyone. Well, that's last really, year you had Forsberg and Berube yeah. and Glass and Foster. And yeah. it really, the wasn't. happening. Year before they had Lord Lars Johansson, and right. you know, and it was. Uh, Remember
1: Ken Simpson in Toronto?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting to
1: see them handle Dealey. I I I can kind of see. You know what also can... happens
0: in 2020. What's that Max Shalunov, Max Shalunov,
1: man, you are gonna just own that story. What happens if someone else breaks Max Shalunov is coming over from Russia? Will your whole career have been a waste? <laughs> Will everything you've ever done be just proved to be a fraud?
0: Probably
1: because that's it. You've been building to breaking that story for 20 25 years now.
0: <laughs> I, I saw at least he, we saw face to face in Copenhagen. He and I had, right, had a right. moment, in a moment. <laughs> It's like stay away from me. <laughs>
1: Why are you always calling and writing about me? <laughs> Give me a break, man.
0: <laughs> I think one of the athletic founders recently told someone that Max Shalunov and Alex the carried like kept the Athletic alive for the year. <laughs> 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 calling the around the OHL and Shalunov think <laughs> of Blackhawks prospects. Now
1: we're writing about guys changing their clothes a lot in a day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been our it's our birthday week. Yes, I, 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 happy birthday! You you are the OG of uh, athletic hockey. You yeah, not three years. So happy it's happy uh, birthday to you. I've only been here four months. Uh, you're most. part of the
0: team, so we all share the cake. <laughs> uh, but we have a couple of fun stories coming later this week, and then we have the uh, the break, and we'll try to fulfill some content got a, few here things. Next, a Couple of things. We got some
1: big things down the road too. Yeah, no, to I'm I'm excited. February, March. Stuff.
0: You know, this this team may not have games to play that are bad. So important Someone him, asked in
1: the chat today like what's the challenges of covering a, uh, a, a team that's out of it versus yeah. a cup contending team and it's a great question because something that we, we talk about a lot just you, me and Jimmy and Jason and Tracy and all of us it's 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 similar in a lot of ways in that this time of year there's nothing to write about because yeah. when you're really really good the games don't matter that much and it's hard to make a big deal out of a struggling power play or a bad penalty kill or something and when the team's really bad who cares that they lose this game? It really doesn't matter in the long term. So it, it's always a challenge in the dog days here to,
0: to but find But this year story and last ideas. year have been tough because it's it's the stories that have don't matter as much. To be, like It used to be like the power play and that stuff was, you know, like you could write off a game and now right. people don't read our Nobody's going to read a game story, no. <laughs> no.
1: But it's interesting, yeah. It's, it's like, like in November and December, it was just doom and gloom. Nobody wanted to read anything that wasn't... Everything is awful. Yeah. And now it seems like the losing's kind of normalized a little bit. There's been enough good stuff that people can see some kind of light again. Now we can have a little fun. We've had a lot of fun these last couple of weeks. Yeah. Doing some offbeat stories and different things, and uh, we got a lot of stuff like that planned. We'll still actually cover the hockey team, but you know we like to do some. Uh, Kind of stuff you can't find elsewhere. That's kind of what. Uh, that's kind of our. Shape. I can't wait
0: until the athletic will have like eighty thousand stories about Jack Hughes, which will be very soon. Right? <laughs> how many? T- how many? D- that's like, the worst like, part is that like if you if you cover your like seven seven teams that <laughs> want to cover right. About right that. like it's 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 them and then it's the prospect people and it's do we all, have to fight like Josh Cooper? In oh, LA? we all just do the same story because it does. <laughs> I. I I've, I've decided that it's 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 important to our readers from our own perspective. Right, still, so yeah. I mean, how many
1: different writers are going to go and, and oh, check Hughes in oh, the last a, month yeah, of the season? season.
0: Yeah, he's going to hate the athletic <laughs> by the time the draft comes. Oh, man, another one of you guys? <laughs> There's be like 10 of us following. No, I'll go, go to Finland
1: for uh, Kapo Kako. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Finland. So. Okay. Well,
0: yeah. I, I went for, for uh, Tavo. Is I he think. in Finland or is he
1: in America? No, he's in Finland, right? Yeah, he's in, yeah, he's place in like the Finland. Yeah, he's in yeah. Yeah, see, that's the one I want. Yeah. I, want, I want the international trip. While you guys keep uh, sneaking in these international trips. <laughs> J- James is in the Dominican Republic.
0: Yep, and That's I went to uh, I went to Denmark last. Summer. Yeah, yeah. I was in Russia for the. Uh, Can we
1: tease? There's another secret trip coming
0: up without yeah. specifics. No, we'll, 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 we'll reveal when to the time to comes.
1: Cover a hockey team in the
0: South Pole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in bed with Luna for a week. <laughs> he doesn't know it yet, but you are. No, lots
1: of good stuff. Uh, doesn't matter if the team's bad, there's still things And
0: right we off. will do more podcasts, we promise. Yeah,
1: we really got to figure out this whole how to do it when we're not in the same building because we're pretty much never in the
0: same building. I know, I, but I, I, I got us a logo and I got us a new, I got us our own... Uh, our own. Yeah, I'd like to thank. What service. We, it, I'd
1: like to thank the guy who did the logo for us because I know he hates me and he still did a logo for us. So That's yes. pretty cool. It's a great logo. Fucking uh, hostile. hostile yeah. yeah, he's never been a big fan of mine. I'm told. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's a great logo.
0: It's, uh, it's weird because the only one that we have out there so far so far is from uh, when uh, when Nashville is in town. And, and it was Adam Vingen, right? Adam yeah. came in, Yeah, <laughs> that got replaced. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we will have stuff, and we'll do more of these. And, um, yeah, everyone enjoy the uh, All-Star game and the break. And I wish I were
1: going to Mexico like every Black Hawk is. I'm yeah, sweet.
0: Pretty good. <laughs> um, As I look
1: outside and see just ice, snow, uh, and sleet. Yeah, It'll let's be a get fun home. drive home. All right.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you have a good break. We'll, uh, it's the LP podcast. We'll talk to you soon.